What's up, guys? This is another A Seat at the Table podcast. It is your boy, Lawrence Green. And I'm here with my awesome co host, you know, Brooke Majors. Michelle Nemo and Dwayne Sampson. What up, what up? And this is a special podcast because we are live, y'all. We live, baby. And so we're live on Facebook Live and IG Live. And we're going to do it this way. It's another Get in the Word Wednesday where we talk about the one we love and his word. And if you don't love them, we hope one day you will. (laughs) This is the last Get In The Word Wednesday. This is the last final week of the See At The Table podcast. It's been awesome. It's been lit. So let's... (laughs) I'm so weak. Michelle taking a deep breath. (laughs) I'm so weak. So we made it through. We reached our goal. And I'm truly, truly grateful And so, um, the topic of today's podcast is come correct, correction in love. I think a lot of times within the body of Christ or even just in general with dealing with people, um, we don't really know how to correct people or effectively express what it is, the things that we see or the hurts and stuff that we go through and all those different things. And so I think um, today we're going to be pulling from different experiences and different, um, different things that we've learned and looking at the word. So, um, yeah. Correction and love come correct. So what have you guys have been experienced mm-hmm. when it comes to either being the corrector or being the correctee? <laughs> I think sometimes in both cases, you don't want to hear it. Yeah, that's true. Like when you're trying to correct the person, the people don't want to hear it. And then when you're getting corrected, you don't want to hear it. So mm-hmm. I think, but I think depending on the context, like even if you just take out God, Mm-hmm. If you look at the workplace, if you look at friendship, if you look at relationships, if you look at families, um, it depends, I guess, on how the manner of correction is being addressed. Mm-hmm. Um, and then nine times, I feel like it does technically kind of start within the family realm and then carries on to the outside word, world mm-hmm. on how you receive correction, in my experience. Mm-hmm. So you, what you're saying is that if you're not even getting that at home, you'll never be able to receive it from somebody else. Mm-hmm. 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 Cause I, just oh go ahead go ahead. I was gonna say I disagree with that. What you got? Because say? I feel like if you don't get it in your family home, that doesn't mean somebody's not gonna do it outside. Mm-hmm. Because for me, sometimes like you know, um, if my family didn't correct me, somebody around my circle corrected me, mm-hmm. and I think that's when I learned that I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. That's that's where I'm going with it. Yeah, <laughs> being able to yeah, receive it. Yeah, because if you're at home and it's like you know you, you was raised, you know how y'all have like them disciplined strong mamas or mm-hmm. whatever, and it's just kind of like you be like all right whatever you know all right you know, but then eventually when someone else is saying the same thing like if it's an older woman or whatever the case would be saying the same thing your mama said mm-hmm. then it's just kind of like all right i guess i gotta get my because somebody else is saying the same thing that my mom is saying yeah but if you're growing up sometimes in like abusive atmosphere like that's all you know yeah and that's correction to you but it's not healthy yeah you know true, so, true. so it's harder to receive it when you have somebody trying to correct you but because you want to rebel you know yeah so it just depends on how you grow up I also think that it's like the nature of pride within us, you know, Mm -hmm. because for me, for example, you know, the nature of pride definitely exists before you're Christian. And even after you become a Christian, Mm -hmm. you know, it really takes maturity because even me, you know, being a little bit a couple years in, if I find it really difficult to, you know, receive correction, I think a lot of it has to do with um, not 
receiving it too much. So when it is there, it's like, what? What is this thing? You know? Yeah. And I don't like it. So it's, I mean, it's just pride. It's just a matter of just maturing and actually being able to ingest it, you know, and actually mm-hmm. think about it. So. How about you? Um, I think coming from where we came, like in reference to the environment in which we were in, um, we were, I feel like I was in an environment like church wise mm-hmm. where like rebukes was the norm. Mm-hmm. Like there was a constant point of where there was always correction being, you know, either correction from pastor to um, congregation, congregation to congregation, mm-hmm. you know, congregation to <clears throat> random person on the street. <laughs> yeah. like, it was just like that was the norm. So it was mm-hmm. just like you got to a place and even um, the the chastisement that you got from God. Mm-hmm. And I felt like because it became such a norm, it was just like. Yeah, that's just another rebuke. It's just another yeah. one. It's like another, okay, all right, thanks. So did you grow numb to it? Yeah, you, I kind of grew, I okay. go desensitized to the rebukes and growing numb uh, to it, even to the point where it was just like, you know how like you get depressed or, and being like, you know, God is chastising me. But the word of God says, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. but the word of God says he chastises those whom he loves. So if it's just like, if you have this, 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 uh, this thought process of, oh, he's chastising me, yeah. you know, he's rebuking me yeah. again, <laughs> or like this mindset of like, you know, it's the sin, the sin, the sin, you're messed up, you're messed up, and yeah. not, and like your view of God is this harsh judge and not this loving father. Mm-hmm. who wants to see you doing the best he wants to see you at your best mm-hmm. yeah. and so then it's just like I think that is where the misconstrued comes and I think once we learn how to um, to do it I guess in love then I think that's when it's going to be easier to either receive it and then also to give it because everything needs to be done in love um, yeah, I just want to touch on that because if you go to Hebrews 12, um, verse five, mm-hmm. he says, uh, what version is this? D? No, the version like NIV. Oh, it's oh. ESV. Okay. It's ESV, but he's like, have you forgotten the exhortation that addresses you as sons? And he's like, my son, do not lightly, do not regard lightly the discipline of the Lord, nor be weary when reproved by him. So corrected by him mm-hmm. as like, for the Lord disciplines, the one he loves and chastises every son whom he receives. And he's like, it is for discipline that you have to endure. And he's like, God is treating you as sons for what son is there whom his father does not discipline. Yeah. And so that's why I think like you're saying you get away from it. Like it's a loving father. It's not yeah. just like, no, you're, you're messed up. You're wrong. And mm-hmm. you're this, but I feel like again, coming from the natural coming from family, if that's what you experience, then that's what you're going to kind of relate to God until you really get to know him, mm-hmm. you know, and if you become desensitized to it, cause it's just like, yeah, all right, I'm just an F up. All mm-hmm. right. I'm doing everything wrong. And no one's taking the time in love to sit down and show you, okay, this is why it's wrong. Or this is why it's not beneficial to you. Mm-hmm. Or this is how, you know, it makes me feel. Cause it says like, I think later on in the scripture about, um, the fathers in the flesh that, uh, corrected for their own pleasure. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, we're supposed to live by the Lord's spirit, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and live by him. And that's why I feel like the issue is like some people will, you know, manipulate it for their own use correction for their own gain. Yeah. But when it's really in love and that pure love that we talked about, then you will be able to understand and receive and then be able to apply it to your life. If that makes sense. Cause yeah. even, even in, even in the workplace, um, Doug, Doug was like, 
all the all the advisors that we have, they all have individual personalities, yeah. right? So just because you're a boss or you're a manager, you can't correct everybody the same way. Yeah. Because in love, and even though it's a professional um setting, if I know Michelle's personality is quiet and meek, and I know that you're the loud, obnoxious, crazy one, and Dwayne the one that just try to do right, but just you know need some t- like you know, it's like I'm gonna observe how my employees are mm-hmm. or my coworkers are because I can't talk to Michelle rough like I can talk to you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. that's correction and love because I'm observing. I'm not just coming at Michelle the same type of way. Mm-hmm. If I came at everybody the same type of way, it wouldn't be received. But the part of that like loving process yeah. that people kind of don't realize is that it takes knowing and observing the person because yeah. then you know how to approach. Just like God knows how to correct me. Yeah. The same way he might correct you is not the same for me. That's why yeah. when you see people, they be like, well, I didn't get that revelation yeah. or I didn't get that rebuke, but you got it. Mm-hmm. And so then he going to have to show me in a way that he can talk to me directly to where I can receive it. Yeah. And it's still correction at the end of the day. Yeah. You know? And I think that's one of the biggest things that I had got when I had read one of the scriptures when it comes to, um, when it was like, when it comes to like reproving, it should mm-hmm. need to be done in all gentleness. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's the fruit of the spirit that we really do skip. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just like, there needs to be a, like, it needs to be done delicately. Mm-hmm. Like you just can't say it any kind of way and yeah. you got to know yeah. who you, and it goes back to like knowing who you're talking to. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, um, we talked about it just in the beginning. Like the pride has to be taken out on mm-hmm. both sides. Mm-hmm. So I need to be gracious enough to give it and be gracious enough in receiving it. There's mm-hmm. like a gentleness on both sides. Like you got to be open. And then also too, there's an observation that needs to take place. Yeah. And, and knowing, both, on both sides. Huh? Yeah. yeah. On both sides. Mm-hmm. And a knowing that needs to take place because it doesn't make sense for me to like, if I were rebuked a random person on the street, <laughs> like be like, you need to stop doing that. They'd be like, who are you? You're not my mama. Yeah. And it's just like, it's kind of like, or even like, you know, those parents that, you know, they'd be trying to, uh, are you trying to rebuke somebody else's kids? And you're mm-hmm. like, don't talk to my child or don't put your hands on my child. Mm-hmm. Because it's just like, you don't have the, 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 the authority or the knowledge or the know-how to speak to them in that way. Yeah. And so I just, I feel like it's the same way when it comes to God's people and when we're talking to one another, it's, it's, it's better received when I know that this Brooke is telling me this because she wants the best for me yeah. and she yeah. loves me mm-hmm. enough to let me know to not allow me to keep continuing in this, mm-hmm. in this sin, in this issue, in this weight or whatever it is. Yeah. I really, I really think that, I think that, um. If a person loves another person enough to call them out of sin, they will recognize that unchecked sin will lead to misery or pain. And then it has also implications on the person's eternal life. Yeah. And, yeah. So, <laughs> and so it leads them to actually want to pull them into love. Yeah. And then it, mm-hmm. it, you have to watch everywhere you go because if you understand that the person is going to be receptive in how you talk to them, in what you say, in the tone, in the manner of how you mm-hmm. say it, and then also being in observance of your own, the person who's speaking the correction to the other person, and then also understanding that I, I'm not perfect, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. but I understand that if if I don't check you on this, this can lead to something that can be subtle, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. and I don't want it to be as if the person is going to just walk around and be like, oh, this is OK. This mm-hmm. is OK. You know, I think when we do it in love, love pulls us and it constrains us to tell the other person, hey, like, watch out. Mm-hmm. Hey, look in gentleness, like how you were saying. Yeah, what what I've seen, you know, this is, you know, correction in love, right? Mm-hmm. What I've seen, mm-hmm. you know, in my, in my Christian walk is a lot of times at the beginning, you know, people become Christians, they become, you know, zealous and they understand what is sin. Mm-hmm. So now they're like, 
quick to be like, okay, I'm gonna point, I'm gonna point it out. I'm gonna just tell mm-hmm. them what it is. You know, yeah. this is me loving. This is me yeah. doing it. Like, yeah. Then it's just like, are you really loving? Like, look, mm-hmm. yeah. Because believe it or not, you may deep down just be trying to prove something and be like, oh yeah, this is just the right thing. Do it. Rather than you know, um, get to a place where you're trying to genuinely do it out of love. That's just that's when it's a matter of really digging in your heart and trying to figure out if you are really doing this out of love. Because if you're doing it out of love, God can pour so much more into it. But if you're doing it out yeah. of pride, yeah. or, yeah. you know, in- intellectualism or whatever it is, then it can be hindered. But I also see sometimes over time, you know, people go from the whole state of telling you everything you're not supposed to do to they're like, oh, well, you know, they've been, they're doing it. They're a Christian. You know, they, yeah. mm-hmm. I'm not going to correct them. Yeah. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to correct back. them. You know, I'm yeah. and then that becomes where there's a lack, you know, of, of correction. Mm-hmm. And I feel like what there should be is, is a middle ground when you when you're wise, you know what sin is. But also, you understand the context of what's going on with them. Mm-hmm. Therefore, you're not just making um, assumptions. Yeah. And then you can correct them in a loving manner when mm-hmm. you mature and actually understand what love really is. And that's where I, that's what I feel like we should be trying to go for. You know? mm-hmm. so, yeah. so then, how do you go by it in a way where when you understand that the person is um, in sin, but then you also see the sin in your life, too? Mm-hmm. Are you are you missing the opportunity to correct them if you are so if you yourself are in that same sin? I don't think it should be done if you're in the same sin. You don't think so? Yeah, yeah because how you going how you going to tell somebody else if you are in the exact same like how you going to get me out the pit if you in the pit? But I think it's the approach because if me and Michelle are both struggling with lust, mm-hmm. the whole confessor faults like you're not perfect, I'm not perfect. I think there's still a seed planted in that process of going in love Mm -hmm. and being like hey the correction still is you struggle with this i'm struggling with this now can we be accountable can Mm -hmm. we form some type of Mm -hmm. bond to where okay i'm checking you know what i'm saying and it's like that that's slightly correction in a little bit Mm -hmm. but we both have to get through it together you know but if if i'm just over here ignoring my lust and i'm just like hey michelle you dealing with this then that's just dumb on my part because i'm dealing with you know the scripture in matthew 7 um Mm -hmm. Don't try to point the speck out in your brother's eye if you got the moat in your own eye. And that's that phrase Jesus said right there was correction in itself. Yeah. But see, people were like, oh, you you know, he said this, but that was correction. Like, how are you going to do this? Mm -hmm. But you're still dealing with this. Mm -hmm. That was a correcting statement because I'm telling you, you can't do that if you're struggling with this. Mm -hmm. So I was just saying that I would disagree. Uh, or not disagree, but take a different approach. Mm-hmm. Like because again, this whole thing is called accountability, and it wouldn't say confession falls one to another if we're not going to be praying for each other, you know, to get yeah. through it. Mm-hmm. But if there's somebody that's completely delivered and wants to give you some points and tips and everything, then the correction can even be more like from a mature standpoint because you're free from that. Yeah, and I would suggest for a person to go to the more mature mm-hmm. person because just like if I'm sick and you're sick, mm-hmm. you there's not really much you can really help mm-hmm. me. And like you can only do what okay, what I've learned so far in mm-hmm. my issue and learning about it, and then what you've learned so far in your sure. issue mm-hmm. of like what you're doing, and not from a standpoint of you can get past this, mm-hmm. like this little baby lust that you're dealing with. There, there's a higher, there's a greater, mm-hmm. there's a, a encouraging of not like oh, I'm doing, I fell again, you know. <laughs> it's okay. I was here. It's okay. <laughs> you yeah, know. Let's yeah, pray. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. like let's uh, let's be mature and grow past it Mm -hmm. and then I think also too when it comes to like correcting I think we don't like I feel like sometimes you can see stuff in people Mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean you they like it needs to be like corrected oh yeah like I think correction needs to happen when they are actively like a pattern of sin Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like so you're saying if they do uh if they do something that's wrong one time 
You shouldn't correct them at that moment. Let them do a pattern of it. Not like wait until like I wouldn't wait till it's like detrimental, but just like to the point where like you're seeing that they're going around to a road that's not healthy, that's not gonna continue, like that's gonna be detrimental to their faith. Like you know what I'm saying? Like a person who's actively fornicated and does not care about like and knows that they're doing it, mm-hmm. rather than I see a person who's dealing with lust. Does that make sense? Like it's kind of like it's kind of like. With, like, how do I explain this? Mm-hmm. It's just like the. I feel like there's a difference between I see something on somebody, mm-hmm. like it's just like an internal issue. But it's that's not like they're not like acting out on that internal issue. It's just like something that they deal with. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're still trying to grow in in that area. Mm-hmm. Like there's a difference between I'm actively personally moving in this and doing this particular sin and then there's the the individual where it's like it's kind of like I'm growing in the area. Does that make sense? Wait, but you said cuz you said that like just because you see it about a person doesn't mean you need to call it out. So if I see, are you saying if I see Dwayne struggling with lust, I I don't need to be like, hey, you're struggling with lust. I need to let it manifest. Like, do you get what I'm trying to say, Dwayne? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because when, when you say struggle, that means that that implies that they, they've been actively doing the struggle. Like they're fighting. Yeah, but um, there definitely could be instances because we're all sinners. We're all going to fall, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I definitely think that it could depend on the situation. Right. If someone's doing something that's can kill someone, you know, and as a sinner, maybe I should say something about mm-hmm. it. But, you know, if this is one thing where you're a sinner, you fall, you know, is that's different from when you're actively doing it because now you recognize, okay, like, if I see Brooke get angry at someone, I'm like, okay, you know, mm-hmm. she, could, she maybe she was, um, maybe she presented rage in that moment, but this is something that's consistent. I'm like, okay, I see this is a part of her now. I'm okay. like, okay, being that this is a part of her, I, I don't, we know, we know, we know, we know we fall, mm-hmm. but it's different from living in something and, and practicing that. Okay. Thing. Okay. So, I got it. Okay. Yeah. That, that's what I, that's what yeah, saying, right? Like in reference, like with the example cussing, mm-hmm. it's just like, okay, I'm dealing with cussing, but it's like, I'm not saying the word, but I'm saying dang nabbit. Mm-hmm. And they'd be like, look, you need to stop that cussing. Oh, yeah. But you don't see that the fight that I'm trying, trying to do, to, do. To, okay. to stop okay. it. Like mm-hmm. you see, I have a, I deal with the, an issue with yeah. profanity and cussing, yeah. and, you know, unclean mouth, but it's just like. There's an active fight yeah. to, you know, to do better, to be better, rather than I'm just cussing. I'm saying every word in the mm-hmm. book. I really don't care. F this, be this, do this. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the point where it's just like, okay, I'm observing this. This is mm-hmm. detrimental to you. Okay. This is not good for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then come with a solution too. I think sometimes with correction, it shouldn't just be, this is the issue. Exactly. It mm-hmm. should always be with a solution. Mm-hmm. I think that's why the whole purpose is to go pray. Mm-hmm. So it's not when I go pray, should I say something? No, God, give, when I go say something, give me a word that's going to speak to them to help them then see the error of their sin and a solution on how to get out of it so that I can encourage my brother because mm-hmm. the whole point is to do it in love. Mm-hmm. Because I just I feel like if you just come and just be like okay you're you're this uh, this is the issue okay now what like what do you want me so to you do you basically came to condemn me about something I know I'm already doing exactly okay. and there's no encouragement there's no lifting up mm-hmm. there's there's really no love in it and it's just like so what was the point of you coming yeah yeah go ahead I was gonna say you know that I mean that makes sense I think that there's definitely an important piece of you know correction that's missing which can be you know that uplifting and encouragement if you look at the 
almost the whole New Testament, if you ask me, I feel like Paul's it's, it's all correction. You're doing this, change it this way. But he also provides solutions, you know, praying. This. He gives you lists. Okay, yeah. don't do this, don't do this, do this. But combat this with this, 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 you know, walk in the spirit mm-hmm. so you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Mm-hmm. He gives you different approaches to um, to attack these things. So I definitely think that a matter of putting, you know, that solution is important. And people, sometimes people who are just trying to correct don't even recognize that because sometimes they're so focused on just, let me, okay. let me, let me, let me point yeah, it out. Because love will draw you to want to help them, therefore yeah. seek a conclusion or yeah. a solution. So. And I was going to say, like, um, just when I was sitting at home, like, kind of like praying and, you know, getting with God about it, it was just like, People think correction is always like, well, I need to speak my mind. I need to say, you know, just mm-hmm. like that rough approach. Like, well, I'm going to say what I need to say, that that real mentality. But again, we're talking about in love. You can say whatever you want, but that doesn't mean the person is going to receive it. Um, and so that's why in love and, you know, even if like sometimes even like sometimes I like take it out, just like not even being a believer, like you just kind of have that self check of like compassion or empathy, you know, because if you try and point out somebody's issue, you like you don't even know what they're going through, you know, in the way that they, you say it, they could receive it totally wrong because of whatever, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like, even if you have God or not, it depends on just knowing how to talk to people mm-hmm. at the, you know what I'm saying? Being yeah. kind at the end of the day, but God is love. So we know that's the main truth, yeah. but just knowing how to talk to people. And I think if people don't know how to talk to people, then correction really is not going to ever be received. It'll be like falsely received. Like, yeah, okay. You know, that's why you got people that just talk to them and they just, you know, shut up for that time. Mm -hmm. And they're just like, well, I'm not in one ear, in one ear, not the other. Like, mm -hmm. and that's why you never really see change because we think, well, I'm going to point it out. I'm going to say what I need. I'm going to speak the truth. Mm -hmm. And then what you just was like, air just going through one person's ear, not the other. Yeah. I think though, from what you're saying, if you don't, know how to correct and love don't do it at all mm-hmm. because you're you're literally not understanding that love is going to motivate the correction yeah. like i'm so glad that we did the love topic prior yeah. to this topic yeah. because it really opened my eyes to what love is if i'm going to correct somebody mm-hmm. i have to understand that i have to do it in love okay yeah so i understand i'm doing it in love but understanding what love is when it's kind it keeps no records of wrong mm-hmm. it rejoices oh, in all oh, truth true. okay like it's patient it, it's kind yeah. Yeah. it's it's faithful it, it mm. never gives up when i understand what love is then i can correct because even if mm. I say something and they don't take it in the way that they should take it, I'm mm. not gonna hold that against you. Wow. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, my tone exactly. is not gonna get higher in <laughs> how I'm talking to you Yo, because true. listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not gonna get higher <laughs> because I understand, regardless of how your response is to me, my love. Yeah, my love overcomes everything. Yeah. You know, yeah. my that love of sins. Yeah, and so I, if if I'm still gonna keep talking to you about this sin we're dealing with, mm-hmm. then I have to talk to you in love because I know that love is the motivating factor in you actually opening your eyes to what I'm talking to you about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think also too, even when we take a step back and we're in the observation process and we see something, that may not always be what it exactly is perceived. Okay. Because I feel like there have been times where I've personally been rebuked about something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it was kind of like, no, that's not where my heart was in the yeah. matter. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. that's, not talk, my, that was, <laughs> that's not where my mind was. That's not where my heart was. Mm-hmm. That's not what I meant. That were my mm-hmm. intentions. And so you come and you rebuke. And that's not where I am. <laughs> yeah, like, you yeah. Like, mm-hmm. that's, 
Oh my head, love you, appreciate you, and man, I don't receive it. Yeah. I mean, I guess I receive it. Matter of fact, I don't receive it because that's not, but it's not for me. Right? Yeah. yeah. Right. And I think there's there's it's okay to come and be like ask questions. Ask questions. Yes. Question. Yes. Sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. We got an amen. <laughs> it's like it's okay to oh, to get yes. a a full understanding of what yeah. exactly is going on. Be like, Dwayne, I see that this has been going on. I've been saying that this is a constant pattern. I see that this is not really a struggle, but you just really, just really, nearly li- like letting it go and just getting a deeper understanding. Yeah. Because even that, under, like, you know, if I get in, get, get an understanding, understanding yeah. even in the correction, even in the love. And just like when I, when I see where you are, then you know, because then, but then you got some people that is like my sermon always on fleek. Yeah, I, I, you know, Holy Ghost, I, I, I know what I see. Yeah. No, sometimes you're wrong. Yeah. Okay, sometimes you know you thought it was the Holy Ghost, yeah. and it was your flesh. Boy, okay? you're not, boy. <laughs> you thought what you thought was what it was, but that's not what it was. And so I think it's important to ask those questions. Yes, clarity and get clarity yeah, get to clear. make sure ask that you're not you questions. know sitting here off the wall. You know, I hope you know the correct T is not you know deflaring because that can happen too mm-hmm. it's just like okay you know this is a direct word from god that you need to stop doing this from the cor- uh, corrector and you as the correctee you're like no mm-hmm. i'm not really dealing with that mm-hmm. that's not me mm-hmm. da, 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 da. well you know for a shadow of a doubt that you know this is directly hitting your soul mm-hmm. right in the piercing of your heart <laughs> yeah uh, a point a point i was actually just about to bring up is that it all has to do like uh, with understanding, you know, the judgment behind you know, the the correction. Basically, one thing that um, that Paul actually says in um, John four seven is like, "Judge not based on appearance, but judge righteous judgment." And it all comes, it all c- c- makes a full circle. Basically, because there's so many things, like we said earlier, understanding the context of what's going on. Because if you're trying to correct someone, a lot of times you could be wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times it has to do with knowing them, knowing the person, actually yeah. loving them to knowing them, and also in that seeing those patterns, and then therefore making the the judgment. Because judgment is not judgments aren't all bad. There's mm-hmm. righteous judgment and then there's unrighteous judgments. And Paul does a lot of judgment in uh in the um correction process, process of the new testament yeah. so i think if we can begin to grasp that concept even more then we can be more effective you know? mm-hmm. yeah and i was gonna say with correction too it's also a time and a place thing yeah like mm-hmm. if you think it's like if, if okay in church if you are led by this holy spirit you know to share like you know even with prayer but even then i think it's something that when i was when i was praying it's just like God is not going to like have you feeling like the devil will want you to feel embarrassed um, or like ashamed, you know, but I feel like when it's God and it does come to correction, like you're not supposed to feel like that. And when a lot of people try to come, um, he's just saying it doesn't always have to be embarrassing or exposing a negative sense. You know, and it's kind of like that parent childlike behavior. Like if I'm telling you something, it's not just to like be negative. Like yeah. it's it's to shed light on something and for you to work on. And like the couple things that were coming to me was like correction does not need to be sarcastic. Amen. It doesn't need to be petty. Amen. It doesn't need to be out of haste because of feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't need to be manipulated for self gain. It does not always mean confrontation. Um, yeah. But confronting issues need to happen. So it's not about, oh, I'm Michelle's quiet and, oh, I don't like confrontation. I, if I care about you and I know you and I know you're that type of person, then I can come to you in a way with love to bring, you know, bring the issue to light. Mm-hmm. And it's like we always say, whether how you want to receive it or not, that's a different, like, you want to go with it. You want to stay thinking that does not apply to me, knowing it does, you know, then that's mm-hmm. going to keep some loving it. I'm going to have to keep pursuing to work with you to show you I'm not going to give up on you, mm-hmm. you know. And um, 
And so then when I was thinking about it, it was like correction does mature. It does bring clarity and understanding. It does cause an evaluation of self. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it is God through people. Amen. Especially that. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people think it's just going to be you and the Holy Ghost. No, because if you, if you can't even receive when the Holy Ghost is telling you something, yeah, I, I'm sorry. Are we missing the the main the main spirit? <laughs> the one the scripture says that you know man in the flesh was trying to please us um, to you know discipline us. So the Holy Spirit is trying to lead us, and we can't even follow that. Yeah. Something told me I need to stop. You know what I'm saying? It's just <laughs> like you know yeah. we can't even follow that. Like okay, then I'm gonna have to get your attention again. Yeah. God's gonna correct you if you can't listen to Him one on one. I'm gonna use my people, my daughters, my sons mm-hmm. to bring light. Yeah. It's, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then also he was telling me um, it sheds light It sheds light on suppressed things. Mm-hmm. So by knowing somebody and observing somebody, and you know, my issue may be rage and anger, but it's going to make me think and go a little deeper to what's suppressed in me that I'm really rageful like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And the only way to see that is by me hanging around you to know that. Yeah. If it's suppressed, like... If I only hang out with Brooke once a month, I'm never going to feel with the stuff that she hiding. Mm-hmm. It comes in a daily fellowship, walking together mm-hmm. and being like, and then that one time you pop off and it's like, oh, Brooke. We need to uh, sit down. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I ain't never seen that in you before. Mm-hmm. And then the last one that I got was, uh, oh, sorry, to see clearly. So correction does cause you, allow you to see clearly mm-hmm. and honesty of um, self. Yeah. Another thing is be get to the point. <laughs> don't tiptoe. Don't tiptoe. <laughs> don't be sitting there trying to discern and pull it out of <laughs> oh, you know. I, I feel like you know, whoop, I just mm. I'm like, what you want? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh now I'm miss- <laughs> just be like, yo, this is the issue. It is, it ain't be like, <laughs> like, like, like no, you're being annoying. <laughs> That's what you're doing. <laughs> Tell me what you want. <laughs> and it's just like no, this is the issue. And you know, no, I've observed this. Uh-huh. I'm getting clarity about this. I've known you for a long time. You know, I have that before. I have that relationship. I'm coming to you in love. I've seen this. And this is not, if this is true, then this is going to be detrimental for you. Mm-hmm. And I just, I feel like, and I'm here for you. I love you. And, you, you know, it doesn't have to stop right here. You mm-hmm. know, here's a solution on how to deal with it. Here's some scriptures to encourage you. You know, let's pray together. Let's do this. Woo-woo. Mm-hmm. da 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 And I think that. That is the the whole premise and the beauty of, you know, correction is to be able to take all these steps and doing all this and above all being able to do it in love. Yeah, um, I think that, you know, a lot of times when it comes down to Christians, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, passing uh, a judgment in order to correct someone, a lot of times it involves them. I mean, there has to be some type of mutual standard at some point, Cause for for example, uh, we have the Bible, right? And we use that. We understand what's wrong, what's right. It helps us understand what's wrong and what's right. We have a mutual standard. A lot of times when, say, a Christian wants to tell someone who's not a Christian about themselves, they're going to be like, oh, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this, because this is sin. But there's like, don't have sex out of marriage. Uh, why? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what standard are, do, are we agreeing on? Yeah. yeah. But a lot of times what Christians do is they'll just go out... But before they, you know, grown Give and mature, the gospel. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They, yeah, it's a matter of giving the gospel. 
It's a, it's a matter of presenting the gospel. Right? <laughs> sorry, don't. Go ahead, sorry. Uh, it's a matter of presenting the gospel rather than pointing out sin, which is why you recognize that someone preaching against sin is, is right. Much and everybody less get bad at the table. Yeah, mm-hmm. much less effective because they, there's no equal standard there. Mm-hmm. So when you actually ha- when you actually have a context of people who are Christians and believe in the gospel, then you can begin to point out um, different things because we're like, okay. We believe this, right? Mm-hmm. You know, okay, yeah. well, this is what we believe in. And then, then a matter of moving in love and wisdom and maturity and showing them those flaws. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, I was going to say also, too, like, I, I'm just really big on the approach. Yeah. It, but I guess that comes with oh, yeah. love and, yeah. you know, godly wisdom. But, um, like, also, too, the scripture that dropped to me was the guard your heart above all else, like, guard your heart. Mm-hmm. And so I think, like. Um, even even in my relationship with Martin, it's like we have key phrases. So if you take a side out of, you know, Christians, if you go to work and friendships and relationships, we have key phrases. Mm-hmm. So if I know I can't sometimes I can't just always say, Well, this is how I feel mm-hmm. and you need to stop doing this. Mm-hmm. We have phrases or something to guard our heart mm-hmm. to where we know up jump, there's no confusion, there's no division, there's no misunderstandings. Guard your heart so you can receive what I'm saying so you don't automatically get jump and get buck. Like, oh, well, then we're going to do a tit for tat and say, yeah. you do this. And it's like, I'm just trying to correct something. But now, because I didn't even prep you in a place to let you know I'm coming in peace. Mm-hmm. Now, now it's like, let's just pull stuff out yeah, of our pocket. Find that, oh, yeah. And, babe, I'm not saying that totally. But, you know, I'm just saying, <laughs> like, even just in friendships, too. Yeah, you know? that's true. And just, it's just like, or workplace. Even, even me and Lawrence got a story. Um, one of our coworkers at the time was mad about the way Lawrence was doing something. Mm-hmm. Um, and she told me, and I, uh-uh, we gonna, we gonna bring it to light, cause I, I know Lawrence, so don't be sitting over here saying something, then when he come to work, you don't say anything to correct it. So, I know Lawrence, I'm observing and knowing how she is, so again, I, we play mediator. If she would've just came at Lawrence and said how she would've said it, Lawrence would've popped off and been like, a oh, woo-woo. But because there was somebody at, at me at the time mediating to say, okay, Lawrence, this is what it is. Lawrence was able to receive it and express how he felt. And then she was, and then she had everything built up in her. And so she was like, well, no, Lawrence, I feel like, you know what I'm saying? But it was a healthy conversation because if she would have just not known Lawrence, not wanted to express to Lawrence and built up all this animosity, then it, you know what I'm saying? It would have been the wrong way. But there, there was correction in that process because it was like, somebody knows them. And me and Lawrence cool, but also I, I built a relationship with her. And then I told her about herself and was just like, it wasn't, yeah, and you deal with this. It was like, okay, you got to work on this and you got to learn to speak up and you got to, if something's bothering you, you need to learn to tell Lawrence, this is bothering me, but we're not going to sit here and play this animosity game. And people think correction, like people don't know how to like, again, it's not about confrontation. You remember, like, you know what I'm saying? It was like, it wasn't like, um, we had a conversation, but even in the workplace, just stuff like that, you can't expect results to come if you never say anything yes. or you never ask questions yes. because again it's supposed to bring clarity yeah if i'm just letting it build up and then every time he come in i'm just frustrated with him yeah. and then you know catch me lashing out on him where is that coming from because i didn't bother to communicate and bring it in a way to where let me move in love let me tell him this is what he's doing or what she's doing and this is how it's affecting me mm-hmm. we, we like i just feel like we as a society we just don't want to do it we just don't even want to Try to make efforts no more because yeah. it's always about mm, I'm making my money, getting my bills. You ain't paying. You know? yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah, bump that. You still need to have communication skills at work. Yeah, and I think it's just because we're in we're in the, we're in the time where it's just like it's all about me mm-hmm. because love we from the love is just like for somebody else's benefit. Yeah, mm-hmm. 
And so that means laying my life down for somebody else. Yeah. And ain't nobody trying to die for nobody else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think we see it as annoyance. <laughs> like you're annoying me. <laughs> like you're not trying to... I don't think society sees it as something that um, is supposed to grow them. It's mm-hmm. supposed to make them better. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, yeah. you're annoying me. Yeah. yeah. Because my pride is so far up that I can't even... I'm, my ears aren't even open to what you're saying. <laughs> And so I think that's what society. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, that was that was real. Because I think that's where um like society is when it comes to this when you're outside of the Christian um context of it. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's why probably you can only correct certain people. I mean, it shouldn't be like that. It, yeah. But you know, I mean, yeah, that that would just depend on the situation, depend on the context. Maybe you can't correct that person, but maybe someone else can. You know, mm-hmm. it's just like Lauren said, it's a matter of going in prayer. And actually, like, okay, God, what do you want me to do with this? You know what's best, you know. Should I be the one to correct him? Should should I be the one to pray for them or someone else to yeah. correct them? You know, how how should it happen? Yeah, that's um, true. Another thing that, you know, Brooke said, you know, I, th- I feel like questions are good for two reasons. Two okay. reasons. Hit me with one. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, ready. one of them, like, like Brooke has said, basically asking questions allows you to, you know, understand the context, understand mm-hmm. the person. Yeah. If you happen to be, you know, actually uh, misreading what's going on, you can get clarity. Yeah. But also questions, questions allow people to think, yeah. you know, sometimes you sh- it's not always a matter of like, like Brooke said, it's the approach. It's not always a matter of, okay, let me point this out. Let me, let me, yeah. let me ask you some questions that make you think. Mm-hmm. Um, there are, uh, there's one thing I, I, I'm just, can I read, I'm gonna read an example out of Galatians, uh, Paul, you know, and all is correcting, you know, this just happens to be one example. I'm gonna just read some of it. Mm-hmm. He says, Oh, this is Galatians three. He says, Oh, foolish Galatians who has bewitched you. It was before your eyes that Jesus Christ was publicly portrayed and crucified. Let me ask you this, only this. Did you receive the spirit by works or, or by the law by, of, or hearing it by faith? Are you, are you being foolish? Have you begun by the spirit and now being, are, are you now being perfected by the flesh? In this context, he's basically talking about, okay, he's making them think, you know, are yeah. you saved by the flesh? Are you saved by works? Are you saved by the spirit? Mm-hmm. And in that, they're like, okay, it allows them to think and re-go re, re over the things that they've learned and really um, ponder on these things because sometimes them thinking allows them to actually come to the correct conclusion and yeah. realization mm-hmm. that there's um, a correction that needs to take place right. in yourself. Yeah, mm-hmm. it takes the burden off of you a little bit once you start asking questions. Yeah, um, yeah, because it makes them think, you know. I'm Sometimes so you got the people that are be like, why are you asking so many questions? Uh, yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you just got to know the person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to be like, ask me. They're going to be like, what you want? Yeah. Yeah. I'll be like, calm down. I'm just trying to get to know you. Okay? Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to get clarity. Yeah, yeah. Good, but I guess I'm not. I think another thing. Are we about to say something? Oh, no, I'm going to say it's different approaches for different people. So Yeah, amen. Yeah. Yeah. And I think also, too, there's also, like, a, um, there shouldn't be, like, an undergirding, undermining because of maybe position. Okay. Yeah. Also, too. Um, I feel like sometimes, um, there's been many a times where I feel like I have been corrected by a quote-unquote elder. And mm-hmm. it was just, like, mm, like, it just gave, rubbed me the wrong way because mm-hmm. I, sometimes I felt like, you know, I was looked at as like a child. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the word of God, when it talks about, you know, with that relationship with elders and, you know, young people in like ministry, you know, it's like uh, 
young ones go to the elders mm-hmm. as a father or mother. Mm-hmm. Like you wouldn't come to your father or your mother any kind of way out the mm-hmm. side of your neck. It would be with with honor, like we're supposed to. Mm-hmm. And then it says when it comes to the elders, when it's coming to the younger ones, it says come to them as a brother or a sister. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. not looking at me as like this little child who doesn't really know, but as a, a someone who is with me in the fight and who understands. Mm-hmm. Or it doesn't even matter, like, with, like, just levels in general. I just feel like you need to be able to receive it graciously, no matter where it's coming from and who it's coming from. Mm -hmm. Because even we see stuff in the Bible where a prophet got beat by a donkey. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just being in a place to be able to receive that. And I think one of the best examples of, like, correction that I was reading when I was studying was when they brought up the story of Jephro and Moses. Mm-hmm. And like that story is in Exodus. Um, it talks about how like, you know, Moses was judging everybody. Mm-hmm. Right? And Jephro was seeing this and he's just like he observes and he sees it and he's just like, you know, th- this is not this mm-hmm. is not going to work for you. Like, do you know, like why are you the only one doing this? Are mm-hmm. you the only one doing this? And he's like, yeah, I'm the only one, I'm here, <laughs> you know, doing it. And he's like, no, you need to be able to. This is not going to help you. You know, you need to be able to delegate it. Mm-hmm. And Moses, he wasn't like. Oh, well, I talk to God every day. How you going to tell me? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, this was his father-in-law. So they had a relationship, both men of authority, mm-hmm. and being able to come together and talk and have that conversation and do that. And he was able to receive it. Mm-hmm. And from one brother to another, it was an undergirding. He did it, and he did it immediately. He gave him a solution. He was like, delegate this to yeah. other folks. And, and Moses was like, quickly, chop, chop. And, like <laughs> and then the biggest part when I got to the end of it and somebody was like trying to explain it, they were just like, notice how the correction with Moses also affected other people. Mm-hmm. So even the correction that we're doing is not just, it's just like, when I correct you, it's not even just for you, but mm-hmm. the people that you're connected to. You know how we talk about the people that you're connected yeah, to. Yeah. I'm going through because, you know, even the, even in the correction, it's mm-hmm. for the people that you're connected to. Mm-hmm. Because when Moses was able to receive that, it made it easier for the people that they're not waiting in line all day for Moses because, you know, yeah. I haven't gotten judged yet. I'm waiting on Moses. Mm-hmm. But it was able to delegate and have that peace. So uh, I think that's one of the best examples of correction that um, I, I when I was studying and looking up different things that I had read about. And that was a good story because Moses, he actually wasn't he the one that actually heard from God? Like yeah. he heard face yes. to face. <laughs> so <laughs> the booty <laughs> on, on the butt on the back side. Back side. Take it from somebody other than God. I think it went back to what you were saying that we can't be so narrow minded in mm-hmm. whom we receive correction from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely think it's that's an awesome example because it, it's it's very easy to be it's easy to become prideful in the aspect because it's like oh I me and God are right here like yeah. who are you you know I mean like I got God but it's just a matter of understanding who we are you know being lowly understanding that we're not somebody thinking that oh yeah. I'll need correction from anybody. But also with Moses being that, you know, he was a leader, mm-hmm. him receiving correction helped people because of his action. But also his example was an yeah. example to give for others, you know, because that makes sense. You know how he he was given um, he was given um, a recommendation to, to have judges. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But now also the people who look up the most feel, OK, he can take correction from someone who's not God. OK. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can do this, too. Mm-hmm. And, and, and be humble in that aspect, you know, because mm-hmm. Moses was that guy to according to them back then so i mean it's just a matter of even that guy can can receive that type of correction yeah that's good and i think just the way too like how you were saying like some people just don't need to correct or if you don't know how to do it properly don't do it like 
just even that, like the the I guess the the persona or the like the impression there we go the impression mm-hmm. that you give off can like just even affect your relationship with people mm-hmm. just because they'll think oh she's just nasty or she she rude or he is like you know what i'm saying just yeah. because you don't know how to talk to people yeah. and i mean you experience that a lot in the workplace but then you know it gets to a point to where if you do begin to elevate you know in positions or in that field or wherever you're at it gets to that that humility has to come in to be like okay so i was once in your position the questions, what are you not understanding? Not just be like, how hard is it to do this? You know, yeah. or I'm going to, that's my form of correcting you by insulting you yeah. or being sarcastic, going back to what it doesn't need to be, yeah. you know? And that's why it's creating so many issues in the workplace because people don't know how to correct. People don't yeah. want to properly train words. We started off at the bottom, move up to the top. That's it. I'm not looking back. I don't want to help nobody. And then yeah. it's just like, like what? Like you started yeah, off. Like, I did it myself. So, Why can't you do it? No, you had somebody correct you along the way and somebody show, somebody, you. somebody gave somebody you the had ropes, faith, You know, and <laughs> I think that's just how people can see. Even in even in the, like in the gospel in the ministry, like a pastor probably started out as a servant. You know what I'm saying? But he had to. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like and they cheated their way. But you know, I'm not gonna say that. But you know, <laughs> you know. But if they if they if they were a pa- if they're a pastor. Then if they're correcting you now as a place where you're growing in your walk or, you know, shedding light, you know, mm-hmm. just trying to help you. It's like, don't just be like, mm-hmm. it's like, no, like unharden your heart mm-hmm. and receive, if you, receive what's being said, especially if you know it's like spirit led to receive what's being said, because you could get like um, points on how to, you know, do better, get more involved, do stuff in the church, you know, how to serve. Mm-hmm. And then when your time comes, then you're like, OK, shoot, those notes, those that correction process yeah. did help. Because I did it the right way and I received it. I wasn't just trying to not serve in a church and all of a sudden become a pastor the next day. And then not even like from like just the pastoral level, but in an eternity type of form. Mm-hmm. God allowing God to chastise me as his son till mm-hmm. I become the conformed version mm-hmm. of his image. And I believe that that is our, that's every, that should be our main goal. And I think that whole scripture about the, um, it kind of going back to the love where it talks about, you know, um, depart from me you work of iniquity I never knew you you know it's like well didn't I baptize people in your name didn't I Lord Lord you know mm-hmm. didn't I prophesy in your name and all that kind of going back to what we talked about with the love and the faith and moving mountains mm-hmm. and then it just really hit me it's just like you never allowed me to conform you to my image mm-hmm. moving in the fullness of love you don't look like me mm-hmm. so you were able to have faith oh, cool. that moved mountains you yeah. were able to speak with all types of tongue had all hey, types of knowledge but you never allowed me to let me to be your son you never allowed me to chastise you you never allowed my love to get fully in you so that when I, when i saw you i could say well done my good and faithful servant mm-hmm. why because i'm looking at myself mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So anything else for this? Uh-uh, you can't like that. I'm about to <laughs> You can't hit me with a fire like that. I'm hot, boy. <laughs> this is why. This is why. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, anything else before we shut down? Before we do Q and A? Signing out for the last time. I'm trying to find this thing. All right. This has been. Another A Seat at the Table podcast. Another Get in the Word Wednesday. Um, we hope that you learned a little bit more about correction and love. Learning how to come correct. And just learning how to just basically learn how to correct your brothers and sisters in Christ and the people that we know in love. And so um, 
It's our last getting the word Wednesday, the last of uh, season um, of season one. So yeah, that, that's it. Love you guys. Thanks for every single person for listening. Thanks for every single person that was there. Love you guys. And this is your boy, Lawrence Queens, here with my awesome co-host, Brooke Mages. Yellow! Michelle Nemo. That's good. And Dwayne Samson. Yep. <laughs> and if you don't love them by now, well, we hope one day you will. All right, love you guys. Peace. And chicken grease. So worth it in the end. But when you got nobody to turn to, just hold on and I'll find you, I'll find you, I'll find you, just hold on and I'll find you.